Okay, we, we continue in Parak uh, Chafalaf, which Shem will finish today. And uh, hopefully we'll start a new, whole new Parak of Anava, Parak Chavbez. Uh, but we're in Parak Chafalaf in the green. We're in Kuf Memtes, the bottom, uh, bottom, and page 149. And in the art scroll, page 431, second line from the bottom. Says Ramchal. So we're talking about ways to acquire Hasidus. The first one we said was thinking about Hashem. Second was realizing how much He does for us. The third one was how much He loves us like a father to a child. And number four, the fourth thing a person can do, in a vada'i she'azreu l'zeh rov ha'asmadah v'ha'iyan v'mizmari David alav ha'shalom Right, a person spending time learning and reading Tehillim, but his bone and nose bomb and thinking about Ma'arim Binyanam, he was Golomalim Once a person realizes that it's filled with love and Yira and all types of relationship with Hashem, when you think about them, you will be inspired. Lot says, You'll want to go in the path of David Amelech. Number five, you have to read stories of the tzaddikim. That's it. So we have five things that help a person in acquiring to be a chassid. Number one, thinking about Hashem, realizing how much He does for me, realizing how much He loves for me. And then a person delving into Tehillim and the stories of Tzadikim. Unbelievable. Ach, mafsidi achsidus. Why does a person not become someone who is um, a chassid? It's because you were worried and you're busy. Since one mind... One's mind is preoccupied with worries. You're not able to think. And without thinking, very key line. If you don't think about Hashem, you don't think about life, it's impossible to reach this level. And even if you reached it, what's going to happen? What happens is the tear dose will force a person's brain and they will confuse him and it will not let him strengthen himself in Yira and Ava. Right, what will happen? It will confuse him and if a person is too busy with his brain, it'll mix him up, and it won't give him the ability to strengthen himself in the clarity of the love of, and, the, and the awe of Hashem, and all the other things that are shayach to chasidus. That's why Chazal say, the shechina does not rest when a person is sad. For sure, when a person is involved in enjoyments which are the opposite of chesidus. They seduce your heart. 
and it will remove from a person all the inyanim of precious and yadiyah and true understanding. Amnam says Ramchal, what can hold a person back from losing from these losses? That is when you totally let yourself go and you give yourself up to Hashem. When a person realizes that it's impossible that I don't have exactly what I need. Whatever I have is exactly what I need. Is that a person has everything that he needs. A person can't touch what his friend has, even with a hair's breadth. It could be that a person could just sit and do nothing. And he'll get whatever money he needs. If it weren't for the curse that was cursed of Adam Rishon, meaning ultimately without this curse, we could just sit and like the man, and you'll get food from Shemayim. Because we were cursed, because Adam Rishon was cursed, so therefore we have to work for our food. Because that's what Hashem commanded. It's a kamas. It's like taxes. Everybody's got to pay taxes. And the taxes that you have to pay is to work. Therefore a person might think, I could get money even if I do nothing. You have to work. Don't think that working is what's helping. You must work. Meaning you're going to get the money anyway. But the work that you do is because you have to work. Not that the work creates the money. The work doesn't create the money. The money is going to be there. Just you have to work because that's why you were, we were cursed. The other region was cursed, so therefore I have to work. And once you did your stadlis, then you got, you were yotze. Then there's now a vessel for you to get parnasa. The problem is, otherwise, you're working so hard to make money because you think that all your hard work is what's bringing down the money. The money is going to come to you anyway. The hard work is because Hashem was geyser that you have to work hard. That's it. From Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, you were nigzar on you. You're going to work this amount of time and you're going to get this amount of money. That's why you have some people who can work an hour and they can get shefa of a lot of cash. And then you can have a lot of people who work a lot of hours and they make no money. Why? Because your hard work is nigzar minashamayim and the money is nigzar minashamayim. So whatever you got to do, it might not match. That's why you could focus more on your service to Hashem and what life is really about because you're going to get whatever you're going to get anyway. Because it's not from east and it's not from the west and it's not from the, the mountains of the deserts. And this relates to anything in your life. Anything that happens in your life, it's Hashem who is controlling it. You're feeling good, it's from Hashem. You're not feeling good, it's from Hashem. 
things are working out for you in life, it's from Hashem. Things are not working out for you in your life, it's all from Hashem. Hashem is the one who lifts up, Hashem is the one who presses down. Don't work so hard to become rich. Don't think about it so much. They work less and they learn more Torah and they serve Hashem more. Their service of God is greater than their service of anything else. And what happens as a result? What happens is you get both. You get money and you serve God. As opposed to someone who's just serving the money and he's serving his work, then a lot of times he won't even make the money and then he's left without God. Here at least you'll get God and you'll get the money. Once you did what you had to do, just have bitachon. Don't worry about anything physical. He says it so clearly. He says the, the things that we do the little things that we do, that we get such great things. You plant a little seed and you get an infinite amount of apple trees from one little seed. It doesn't make sense. It must be from Hashem. A person has zera that he implants and then a, a human being can, can be born from zera. It doesn't make sense. One little thing can do so much. He says it's such a raya that that's not up to us, that's all Hashem. So instead of us being busy and so busy in creating all the physical, let the physical do its thing, do a tiny bit of the physical, and the rest, you spend your time focusing on Hashem. Then your das is empty and ready, and your heart is ready to really serve Hashem properly. Which is for a person to really serve God properly. Okay, Hadron Lach, Parak Chafalaf. Parak Chafez, Bevair Midas Hanava. We now are on a journey for the next uh, one, two, three, four week. Next week, basically, learning about humility. Um, and it's, uh, uh, let's begin. Bevair Midas Hanava. What does it mean to be humble? So the Ramchal starts with Anava is the opposite of Gaiva. We already spoke earlier about the shamefulness and the unworthiness of Gaiva, of being haughty. From there we find the praise of being humble. But now we're going to go into it a little bit more directly and focus on its main components. Then we'll understand what it means to be humble, what it means to be Haughty. So let's just start because it's hard not to start. In a klal anava, the bottom line principle essence of humility, is that a person does not look and hold himself up to high esteem. It's the exact opposite of gaiva. All of the results of being humble will be the opposite result of being arrogant. And I just want to read one line and then we'll stop for tonight. When you look into it, this is very powerful what he says. It's internal and external. It's in your mind and it's the way you act. And this is the key of Anava. 
First, you have to truly, truly know that you are humble inside, which we didn't even talk about what it is yet, but you have to basically hold inside of yourself. It doesn't matter what other people think. Then it's external. Anava has to be inside out. This is the only time in the entire Sefer that he says this line. If a person is not humble internally, and then he wants to be humble externally, all you will be is a deceitful, pseudo-humble, superficial, humble person. Here he goes. Only line in the entire Safer that he says this. They are you are a faker, you are a you are a fraud. There's nothing worse than somebody who's internal, he's one way, and external, he's another way. Which means you're faking it and you're pretending you're something on the outside and you're not that on the inside. He says there's nothing worse than that. And we will continue, Mr. Shem, tomorrow to explain 13 minutes, not so bad, of uh, a page of Mr. Sharm. We'll keep the Yitzhahara away at bay. I pray that the words of everything that we read will enter our hearts, our minds, our souls to help us with all the words that he said, that it will transform us and help us learn how to live our life.